everyone. Welcome to Reluctantly Adult, an advice podcast for people who believe they shouldn't be allowed to adult. I'm your host, Charmel Scipio, and I reluctantly adult. Today's episode is our capstone episode. Um, throughout this entire month, we've been talking about uh, New Year's resolutions and specifically the New Year's resolution to lose weight. Uh, we've talked to Dr. Charlie Seltzer, uh, we've talked to Cassandra Bolzing, and we've talked to three regular everyday people, Darnell, Nicole, and Phoenix, about the different things that they did to get themselves started on their journeys and to stay on their journeys and to continuously be successful after they've met their goals. Um, today, we're going to finish up this series um, by talking with Trey Roper, um, a.k.a. Trey the Trainer. Uh, he's a local trainer out of Philadelphia, and he has an interesting story uh, because he originally started as an overweight person. Um, and he eventually got himself into incredible shape, um, met a lot of celebrities, um, and got an interesting opportunity that sort of continued and spurred his success going forward. Um, Trey has a lot of really great information to help us, you know, as far as training is concerned, as far as finding a trainer and doing everything that we need to do to ensure that, you know, you're successful. Um, it's a really, really fun interview that I had and there are some really fun bits from the training session that I got to sit in on uh, that I intermixed into the interview. So I hope you all enjoy. Welcome to Reluctantly Adult. Please introduce yourself to the people. Hello, my name is Trader Trainer. Thank you for having me. No problem. <laughs> um, so, why did you become a trainer? Um, becoming a trainer was kind of by accident. Mm -hmm. It was like I was like 350, 360 pounds at the most. Mm -hmm. And I was just like super depressed. And I used to work for Power 99 back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, like, give me a sign. I'm tired of feeling this way and being depressed. And sure enough, I was sure enough. I was watching um, infomercials and P90X came on. Mm -hmm. um, you know the Beachbody product thing, and I tried it. First of all, I ordered it, and it sat in my apartment for a whole year. Mm -hmm. I finally tried it, and I lost um, 65 pounds the first three months. And then time went on. I met Sean T. Mm -hmm. Somebody from Facebook was like, "Yo, you should try out for." The um, insanity thing they got going on. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. But I tried it. Went to New York and I auditioned and I got the to be a part of the test group. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so I had the, I had the test group situation, and then six months after that, it turned into, hey, we're casting for the DVD. Do you want to be in the DVD? Right. And all of a sudden, there was a DVD. So, right. Yeah. So how long did that entire process take you to to lose weight? Mm -hmm. Um. Honestly, two years because I was playing. It was one of those situations where it was like I did it when I wanted to. Right. I, I ate good, but I also ate bad. Right. I had healthy snacks and I had unhealthy snacks. I drank water and I drank liquor. Mm -hmm. So it was like I was playing. But when I got focused, it took me about six and a half to nine, six and a half months. Yeah, six and a half, seven months, yeah. So did you find it to be, did you find it difficult to stay with the, the regiment and the routine? Or was it just a thing of like, your your life didn't really I didn't really like you weren't on the ball. It was like I care, but I didn't care that much. It wasn't mm -hmm. like money was involved or I really did it to be honest, because I was trying to impress a girl that I lost at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, so it all tied in. That's why I was like, God help me, but it was like 
it wasn't that serious. Right, right. But then eventually I was like, yo, this is not that bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm losing weight and I'm feeling better and I have energy. And because I don't, and I can sleep more, you know, mm-hmm. it was all good. So I was like, you know what? Let's see how far I can go. Right. Like, I'm very competitive mm-hmm. with my with others, but more so with myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you can eat well for 21 days, try 31 days. Right. Try 41 days. Next thing you know, it's like 127 days later, and I'm like, a certain amount of pounds down, and I'm like, yo, I'm looking good. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. So basically, you just said, like, part of the reason that, you know, you, you started doing better is not only because you began to, to be more competitive as far as you know, taking your workouts to the next level and all, but also as far as your diet is concerned, how important is a diet to to your your entire process? You know, you know something about the word diet bothers me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you take away the tea, you die, you're killing yourself, mm-hmm. trying to um, maintain something that's kind of unrealistic. Mm-hmm. So I don't call it a diet. I, it's just simply my nutrition, how I eat on right. a day-to-day. So when I wake up, it's not like, all right, I have to eat. A, B, and C, it's just naturally I want to eat mm-hmm. A, B, and C as opposed to pancakes and something. That's not not, not what I crave. I right. crave the healthier side of things because I have groomed myself to want those type of things. Because mm-hmm. the, the, way, the way psychologically, when it comes to your nutrition and fitness period, it's a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. If your dominant thought is pancakes and chicken, whatever, chicken and waffles, whatever, then you'll get that right. because that's what you're telling yourself you want repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. But when I wake up, I'm like, yo, I just want like some turkey bacon and some egg whites with some pepper. <laughs> and you know, you know, I like cheesesteaks, so I do peppers and onions with the egg whites and they make it feel like I'm eating something bad when it's really still all good. Okay. Ready. 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 Set. Go. So what is your training philosophy? I mean, you just tried to kill me mm. on a circuit. Uh, out there as as just a warm up, like it, it it was not even the entire workout. Like I did a warm up circuit. You did well too. And my lungs, it feels like I I smoke like ten packs today. <laughs> like it really does. Like I was just like, no Jesus, I can't I can't do this. Because you wasn't you wasn't gonna sit there. First of all, you wasn't gonna stand there <laughs> while everybody in my group was working their butts off. So I mean, you needed to they experience were doing that. Great. Yeah, I did experience it. I mean, it helps me understand sort of how you have all of these people that that I've seen sort of following you over social media. You have all of these people that, you know, five months ago started with you and all of a sudden they're 40, 50, 60 pounds down. You know, it's an intense workout. It really is. Like, you genuinely did just try to kill me. Um, And that's not fair. But... (laughs) Listen, it's it's all right. You you, Listen, it's it's done. It's done. It's done. done. I didn't die. So it's like, why complain? Right. You can just get it done. That's true. And go home. That's true. More than likely, you won't even eat. You'll go to sleep because after a workout like that, you don't want a cheesesteak. <laughs> you don't want nothing hot. No. You want to have a salad or a piece of fruit, take a bath, read a book, go to bed. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> so you're you're essentially saying that you're saving people from themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, Trey the Savior. <laughs> no, not the Savior. I'm, I'm playing. Don't take that literal. But um, my philosophy when it comes to my training and... Um, I have my friend, my friend and one of my clients in the background, Takita, is um, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by f- figure it out, sometimes it comes across jerkish and sometimes it comes across jerkish. I mean, it's not really, it's up to you to figure it out. Right. It's not, think, I tell my clients and my boot camp attendees, think about the hardest thing you ever had to do in your life. Mm-hmm. This is not it. Figure it out. 
Right. If you do 10 burpees or four burpees and you need to take a break, take a break. Take five deep breaths and then do six more. Mm-hmm. If you can't do six more, or you, I don't even like the word can't. If you struggle, currently struggle with six more, do two at a time. But at the end of the day, you will get it done. Right. Because I will not let you move on unless you get it done. So figure it out. That's really it. So uh, a lot of people... Um when they first start their their workout routine and, and they make the decision that they're going to do this, they go really hardcore in the beginning. Like they cut out everything in their diet and they're at the gym, you know, five days a week, tw- twice in one day or what have you. And then 90 days later, they're just completely over it. Mm-hmm. Um, in your opinion, what sort of keeps people from being able to keep that level of, of commitment? To be honest, the person you're talking about, I was that person. Mm-hmm. Like, I will, you can ask anyone, I go zero to 100. I'll run 10 miles. I'll run 15 miles. I'll go to the gym three times a day. But eventually, you'll crash because mm-hmm. your body is trying to tell you, yo, I need a break. You're mm-hmm. doing the most right now. I really need a break. So you crash and you get, you either get bored with the program that you're using, you just completely use, lose motivation, or maybe you was doing it for a trip and that trip's over. Mm-hmm. And you just stop. You know, and, that, and that's how it is. For, that's that's how it is for me, even to this day. I'm trying to figure out the balance. Life and fitness and everything is just a matter of trial and error, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Right. So now I don't go nearly as hard as I used to. I'm not doing I'm doing ten miles for what? Right. I'm not trying to be one of those cross country runners. I just need to do a little bit every day. Right. Because, like I tell my clients, a little bit every day goes a long way. Right. Nobody's telling you to do. 100 jumper, jumper jacks or 100 push-ups or whatever like that. You just do whatever you can do for you because mm-hmm. it's better than sitting home on the couch and watching TV. So then that that takes me into my next question is that uh, in preparation for this interview, a lot of people were you know, sending me questions and many of those questions sort of uh, revolved around what do I need to do to to get started? Like, And, and specifically around what type of workout should I be doing as as a beginner? Well, for me, what I like to tell, what I like to tell a lot of um, people who ask me um, questions like that, start slow. Start mm-hmm. slow in the sense of, depending on your weight, mm-hmm. walk it out. DJ Unk it, literally, <laughs> walk it out. No, like you don't have to go zero to one hundred. There's no need. Let's take baby steps. Take baby steps. And it's like what I tell people who initially just start out: read a personal development book, in the sense that once you get yourself mentally right, mm-hmm. you'll physically follow. Because mm-hmm. your body will do what your mind tells it to do. But if your mind's in a depressive state, your body's not going to do anything. If your mind's like, oh, I don't feel like this, then guess what? Your body ain't going to feel like it either. Right. Then neither one, of, neither one of you are doing anything. Right. So what I tell people, just start off, you're not going for the gusto. You're, going, you're just going to get it done. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if I tell you to go 30 minutes on a treadmill, walk it out for five minutes, do a jog for two, walk it out for three minutes, do a jog for one, and you just play with the variation of it all. Mm-hmm. Because I just want my people and people in general to just build up a sweat. Right. Because And then they'll start to be like, well, Trey, I did that for a week straight. What can I do next week? Right. Because then the thing, with, the thing with people in health and fitness, they want to feel like they're doing it. Right. As opposed to you forcing it on them. Right. No one wants to be told what to do. But if they feel like they're doing it for themselves, mm-hmm. then they're like, "What? What do I do next? I want to do something." Now they get excited for it, mm-hmm. and that's what I—that's what I like to to do with people. Like, I want you to be excited for this process because at the end of the day, this is your process and your journey, and I'm just a part of it because you allow me to be, and I thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So, what I want you to do is take your time with it. 
You're not dying tomorrow. Right. So since you're not dying tomorrow, there's no need to rush for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Focus on the day and handle today, one minute at a time. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, you'll be at the end of the day and you're done. So a lot of people have an issue with, you know, you talked about the importance of uh, nutrition or what have you. A lot of people have make the make the excuse that they can't get themselves in in a space to be able to, you know, eat right. Like they're they're either lives are really busy. They feel like their lives are really busy and they don't have the time to do it. Sort of what is your advice to that? You know, it's it's not it's a trick that's a tricky question because you try to be sensitive to people's lives and and if knowing they're not like you and mm-hmm. but it's it's all a bunch of BS. Cause you got time, you got time to play your PS2 or you got time to buy them new shoes that you want and you got time to go to the mall and spend money that you don't have to spend. So it's like <laughs> make make time for what takes time. Right. So I tell people, especially women I deal with, if you have the same way you uh, make time for your children, it's not that's not a that's not a you don't get a freedom for that. Right. It's something you have to do. Right. Take care of your body like it was your child. Right. You know, take care of your body like it was your household. It's not something you just play with. Mm-hmm. So if you're busy, you got a long, oh, Trey, I have a long day. I get up at 8 in the morning. Well, guess what? I get up at 7 in the morning. Because mm-hmm. if you work out from 7 to 7 to 30, that's something. Mm-hmm. And then if you go to bed at 11 or whatever time you go to bed, work out from 11 to 11.50. Do something. Mm-hmm. Now, if you got lunch breaks, you got an hour lunch break, it doesn't take you that long to eat food. Do your little walk. Do a little walk. Eat your food. Mm-hmm. Go back to work. It's always time for stuff, man. I just don't I don't like when people say, I don't have time. Guess what? You don't have time because you don't make time. Mm-hmm. But when it's something that you want, when it's a date you want to go on, and it's something you want to do, you make all the time in the world for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to I just, you know, I, I, and I, need, I stopped it after a while. I entertained the thought of maybe people are really that busy. Right. But I know doctors and lawyers and people with four or five kids who make time for you make time for it. Mm-hmm. If it's something you want, you'll make time for it. Right. Now, what if you're a person who the issue is not losing weight, the issue is gaining weight, which oh. is, is something that we don't talk about a lot, but there are people out there that have that problem. Have you have you helped people that, that have had this yeah, issue? Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't call it a problem. It's it's like the thing is when you're when you're gaining weight, mm-hmm. all right, so let me tell you, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. Um, Nutrition period is something called the law of thermodynamics. And basically what that means is the more you eat and the less you work out, Mm -hmm. the more you gain. The less you eat and the more you work out, the more you lose. Right. So if someone's trying to gain weight, they're just eating more. Mm -hmm. Basically, but they're they're eating more of the healthier foods. Mm -hmm. So when I have, um, say if I have someone on a 1,500 caloric intake, I'll basically add 500 more calories on whether doubling their pro, um, doubling their protein portion and things of that nature, and when in the gym, depending male or female, a male trying to bulk up, the heavier the weight, mm-hmm. the lesser the repetition. So I have eight to ten mm-hmm. as it put it. But if you're trying to define um, tone muscle, um, sixteen to twenty-four, depending on what we're doing, the higher the the higher the repetition, the better the definition. Mm-hmm. But you know that varies from person to person. Okay. So, oh, and another thing, people tend to take out carbs mm-hmm. when they're when they're doing the nutrition. But what they fail to realize is carbs is protein sparing, in a sense, is 
carbs is your main source of energy. Mm-hmm. Carbs are what gets you through your workout. That's why people, when they're pre- preparing for big races, a Spartan race, whatever like that, they load up on carbs mm-hmm. because that's their energy source. Proteins is meant to build muscles. Mm-hmm. So when you're working out and you're doing bicep curls or whatever, you're tearing away at your muscle. Mm-hmm. And your protein is meant to rebuild that muscle along with sleep. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like so many people get the... Um, misconception of this fad diet or that fad diet and they don't look at the the facts Mm -hmm. you know like the internet is a hell of a tool use it some people are i just i hate i hate sounding mean but it's the it's the truth you on computer all day long social media all day long facebook instagram twitter tumblr whatever it is you're on those sites all day long while you're at work Mm -hmm. why not flip the page and go to wikipedia or Dr. Oz or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's some, something that's beneficial to you. How many likes you get is not beneficial to you. Right. But going on a credible sources page to find out what are the proper carbs and protein and fat intakes, those are things you need to be doing. So let me let me then push back on you a little bit on yeah. in, in that regard because, you know, you said go to reputable websites or what have you. But even by going to reputable websites to find sort of the breakdown of what type of protein you should be having, carbs and everything like that, you can get a lot of conflicting information. So how do you kind of cut through that noise to, to figure out, you know, what is appropriate for you, especially if you're someone who – may have some sort of uh, metabolic like health issue, like if you're a diabetic or you have high blood pressure or something like that, because that can take it to a whole oh, different level, level um, for someone. Okay, so what I, what I like to do when I'm looking up for information, I take a bunch of sources, mm-hmm. right, a bunch of uh, websites, and I compare them. Mm-hmm. And if I see that a certain amount of websites are telling me the same thing, mm-hmm. then I, I'll run with that mm-hmm. until until I come to find that that's not what it is. Right. Like I said, it's trial and error. You know, you only know what you're learning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, over time, if what you're learning is not what it is, then you change it. Right. But I go to credible websites because I'm like, okay, they must know what you're talking about because they're mm-hmm. these are doctors and things of that nature. I'm trying to learn the process. Right. You know, so if I learn... if if a bunch of doctors are saying the same thing, then I'm assuming that that's correct right. until I find out otherwise. otherwise. Or until I, I use that for my body and it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I, it, can, it can very well be something credible from a doctor, but then when you do it for yourself, it may not work for you. Right. So, the, like, for example, the way I may train this client, if I try to train you that same way, it may not work for you. Right. You know, because people's bodies are different. Mm-hmm. You know, and like when my clients say, I want to look like Holly Berry or such and such, you wouldn't... Listen, you will never look like Holly Berry. <laughs> I know it sounds genetically you're different. Right. You're not Holly Berry. Right. You know, like I used to always say I want to look like Sean T until Sean T say, Guess what, Trey? You won't look like me. Right. What? What you mean I won't look like you? Because you're not me. Genetically, you're just different. Right. And once you get comfortable with your body and who you are and what your body type is, and you go and, and stay in your lane, your body will be better than you ever could imagine it mm-hmm. to be. Better than Holly Berry's or whoever you compared yourself to prior. Mm-hmm. And you got you to embrace and have love for yourself. I'm sorry. I'm just in tangent. <laughs> I just, cause I'm, I'm real passionate. Right. You know, I'm really passionate about um, health and fitness and things of that nature. So. Yeah, I mean... I, I agree with you. I mean, you're not you're not necessarily saying anything that that people don't know. Of course, you know, if something doesn't work, then you ought to figure out a, a different way, sort of trial and error. I think the issue comes in is that people tend to get a little disheartened by it. 
um, because, you know, weight loss is something that everyone knows it didn't take overnight to put the weight on. Right. So it's not going to take overnight to get it off. However, that doesn't and, and that's something that everyone knows, but that doesn't keep it from being frustrating well, you and know disheartening what? sometimes. You know what? To step away from me and you for a second to whoever is to whoever is listening right now, I, I need you to know this is a process. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy. You're going to cry. You're going to you're going to be in pain. You're going to want to quit. You're going to pro- you're going to probably stop for a day or two. But the more you fight and the more you keep fighting, the easier it will get. It won't get easier because because mm-hmm. when it, if it gets easier, your body will get to a point where it's like, no, I got to push myself harder. Mm-hmm. You'll want more for yourself, but I, it's okay to be, it's okay to feel like maybe it's not gonna work for me. Mm-hmm. But you can feel like that. But feelings change every day, right? So feel that way, and then feel another way. Mm-hmm. So every time you feel a negative energy, mm-hmm. you replace it with a positive one, and that and that and that's what it is. Like you're not gonna be positive every day about it. You may wake up on Monday like, all right, yeah, it's Monday. I'm ready to hit the gym. And then wake up on Thursday like, man, F this. Right. I'm not feeling it. So that's very interesting that you said sort of, you know, do your best to try to be motivating for yourself and, and to find a different feeling to to, to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I see, you know, from following you on Facebook and following you on Instagram, you are very positive toward the the people that you train. And, and even people that you don't train, just, just people that follow you. Um, you tend to be very positive to them. You're very open mm-hmm. um, and very giving of your time. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of where where did that come from? Oh, because I, I feel like you're more way more accessible than some other trainers that that I follow. I I didn't expect this to make me cry. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> well, um, probably two and a half years ago, I lost my mom, mm-hmm. and I lost my mother to um, sleep apnea, mm-hmm. which was. Brought on by her obesity, mm-hmm. her, over, her being overweight. And I was, like, training all my clients at the time, and I was, like, this celebrity training with um, Yo Gotti and other people of that nature. And my mom used to ask me every day, um, son, can you train me? Can you train me? And I'm like, mom, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then one day tomorrow never came. Right. So for a, for a while I was out of the loop, but I was like, every person I helped from, from, th- from that day forward is, like, helping my mother. Mm-hmm. So that that's my... That's my mom and every person. So mm-hmm. it's like, take your time, um, treat them with the love that you would of tr- um, that you would treat your mom if you were training her. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just it's rewarding to me when I help people because I literally people don't see this, but I literally it's draining. Mm-hmm. It's draining because as a personal trainer, people think about the training part and the money part of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is my business, but I take the personal part of personal training very personal. Mm-hmm. Cuz I want to know I want to know what you're going through in your daily life. If your husband is supportive or not supportive, if your spouse, whoever, I need to know what's going on with you in order to help you. Right. Because it's more than just come to the gym for an hour and I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. I will never train anyone once a week. Mm-hmm. I need to see you three times. It's like therapy. Let's talk. Let's work out. Let's go out to eat. Let's go shopping. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go figure it out together. Mm-hmm. Because people need to know with any trainer, anybody. People need to know that you're there for them. Mm-hmm. That you're that you're that they're, that they're not just a bank, or it's like a student in a big college. No one wants to go to that big college and not be known. Like right. I, I want you to know my name. Right. I don't want to be number 
1,400 on your roster. Right. I want you to know me personally so you can know what I'm going through and what I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. And that's how I take my clients. Like, I want to I wanna, I wanna know you. Like, when I teach boot camps, I have everyone introduce themselves in the beginning because I want everyone to know that the person next to you is not a stranger. You don't have to have your guard up. This is friends. This is family. Mm-hmm. And I take, I take everything very personal. That's very interesting because, like I said, very rarely do I see that on at least online. Right. Um, you know, and and that's that's only one side of right. of any sort of relationship. Um, but I do see that if you weren't that way, then you wouldn't get sort of you you post these you know texts that that you get from your clients that are you know saying genuinely thanking you for you know helping them sort of pick themselves up and you know helping them reach their goals you you know you put you post the the before and after shots of not only the before and after of when someone started with you but the process in In between between, of of them being in the gym and working out with you and I think that that is a little bit of a different twist Mm -hmm. of uh, for trainers, mm-hmm. not necessarily for people that are in the process of losing weight, mm-hmm. but for a trainer to actually say before and after, but there was a process in between to acknowledge that that is mm-hmm. that it, that is happening. Um, I think that it, it's sometimes a little short sighted that people don't acknowledge that there's a process in between. Yeah, because you know, it's like everyone say you got to get to point A to point B, but little do you know, from point A to point B, there there's an invisible line that you don't see, mm-hmm. and it's called the process. You don't just go A to B. Right. You, you, there's a process to get there, you know. And and what I'd like to tell a lot of people is that it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Just work through it. You just work through it. Like, don't like I. I used to, when I was overweight, I mm-hmm. was very depressed, suicidal, and I just wanted to give up on life and everything. But it's like you got to understand that joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, the sun comes again in the morning. If it's if it's in your darkest of hours, do know the sun will arise the next day around. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is hold on and fight through to the next day. And that's really what it is, man. It's just like don't give up on yourselves. Even to this day, I still have work I have to do on for me. I still have to work on myself as well. And it's just I understand. So mm-hmm. when I when I train people, I understand that it's hard. I understand that you. I hate. I don't like eating this. I don't. I understand. All of that, mm-hmm. but you got to make some sacrifices, right? To be a better you, you have to sacrifice the old you. You can't be hanging out with your friends at the bar all the time, or if you go, I under, like a lot of people, I fell into the trap of getting in shape and cutting myself off from my friends, hmm. in a sense that because I couldn't drink, right. I didn't want to go to the bar if I couldn't drink. Um, if even if my friends hung out at the house, they were still drinking. Right. And it's like don't put. I didn't want to put myself in a liquor environment, so I just cut it out completely. And I lost a few friends. But then I, over time, I learned that all right, if I'm going out to a bar or or a restaurant, 
all right, let me eat my meal, my healthy meal at home, right. fill up on some water in my healthy meal. So when we go out and they say, Trey, you're not eating? No, I'm eating. Let me get a um, small side salad. Because mm-hmm. I'm already full. Right. Right. At this point, and I'm just, I mean, I'm, at this point, I'm just eating a small salad for the social aspect. Right. So then I'm eating my salad. Hey, yeah, today was great. How was, you, you know, so, you know, because friends feel like when you get in shape, you, you start to think that you're better than them mm-hmm. or you don't want to hang out. No, I'm just working on myself for me. Right. You know, so. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I think that, I think that's fair. I think that's a, that's a very fair way to, to sort of think about it. And, when you start to get to the point of making progress and you're beginning to see those um, those different changes in yourself, how do you advise someone to reward themselves for that or for their hard work? Because a lot of times a lot of people will be like, oh, I did good. I'm going to go out to dinner with my friends. But I think that's a slippery slope to, to get back into it, bad it, habits. It, it, it depends. They, they say it takes 21 days to break a bad habit. Mm-hmm. But what I allow for my clients is a cheat meal, not a cheat day. Because cheat day, a cheat day can turn into cheat days, and I'm just not. But a cheat meal. Mm-hmm. I, w- I weigh my clients every Monday. So I, I allow their cheat meal to be anywhere between Thursday and Saturday. Because mm-hmm. that way we get, to fix, we get to fix the problem leading up to our weigh-in. So I believe... Rewarding yourself is a is a good thing because you go too long. Sometimes the the nutrition part of things can feel like a almost like a prison. Like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. It's like it's almost like a bad parent. Right. I can't. What you mean I can't? <laughs> I want to do what I want to do. Right. But it's like if you know that the rewards coming. Right. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna do this because I got I got this this party I'm going to. So I'm I want to drink that night. Mm-hmm. You know you should reward yourself. Work work your butt off. Monday through whatever day, work your butt off. Eat clean and all that. Work it off. But then when you get to that 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 um, event you're going to, mm-hmm. enjoy yourself. En- enjoy yourself. So, uh, what advice do you have for someone that is, you know, they've they've been doing exactly that. They've been working their butts off. They've been following their meal plan. You know, they they've really been dedicated to doing the work and and staying committed. But the issue is now they've hit a wall and they've plateaued and they're not exactly sure how to turn a corner. All right. So there's there's a, a few ways to answer that question. So if you if you're at a point where you plateau, it's time for you to switch your workout workout mm-hmm. up. So what I like to do is three weeks of three weeks of a program, a week of cardio, yoga and stretch as a, as a rest week. Mm-hmm. And then the next week we start a new new phase of that program because what, it, what it's called is muscle confusion mm-hmm. if your body gets used to something that's your plateau but when you switch it to something else mm-hmm. it, your muscle is like yo what is this right now i gotta figure out now i gotta figure out how to what, how to work this what mm-hmm. a, you know um there's that route and then there's something called hit um hit training high intensity interval training where it's like uh you may have a 15 second speed burst and then you may do a flat line. Then you may do a burst again in a flat line. Mm-hmm. And so what that what that basically is that gets that your heart rate up, you mm-hmm. know. So there's different variations to it. You can do cardio strength training. There's, but it's really about switching your program. Don't do a program for too long. Okay. Because any any legitimate program has a switch up. Right. Has a phase. Because m- the way I train is um OPT models is basically optim- optimum performance training, and it, it comes with different phases from stabilization to strength to power Mm -hmm. so you have to switch it up right right so okay so 
you're all over Facebook and all over Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be called Trey, the social media oh, trainer. Brother. Like, honestly, like you're all over the place. You're on Snapchat. You're putting up videos. You're you're all over the place. How do you feel about you know technology being used um, as an aid for people to to lose weight? I, I think it's a, I think it's amazing for the people to use that know what they're talking about. Okay. You know, because I, I follow some trainers who I had to unfollow because you're telling people to do this type of push-up, but the form is incorrect. Right. You know, so now you have the license of a trainer, but you don't pay attention to form. Mm-hmm. But people, it's, example, it's like your car breaks down. You don't know anything about cars, so you take your cars to a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And you the mechanic tells you, well, such and such is wrong. You're automatically going to believe the mechanic because that's his profession. Right. And you you may believe that he fixed it or whatever, but he's just scamming you for more money. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I, I like social media, you know, because it, it allows people, it allows you to get in contact with different styles of trainers and people. Mm-hmm. But some people don't know what they're talking about when it comes to nutrition and and training, and it, and it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Because now when people people I train, they come from trainers who injured them. Right. So now I got to fix something that was broken from someone who didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I really believe in something called form over speed. Like, take the time to fix their form. Right. Don't, if you notice that they're doing squats and their knees buckle in, you have to know as a trainer that, that they have a weak lower extremity. Mm-hmm. So now you have to work on their hip flexor and things, and people don't know that. And if you don't know that as a trainer, take a second, step back, learn it, then come back to the light and help people the right, right way. Right. And it just bothers me when people, it's easy, it's just certain professions that it's easy to be a part of and make easy money from. Mm-hmm. And training is definitely one of those um, professions where you can make easy money. Right. You can be a guy that just came home from jail. As long as you're big, right. someone will someone <laughs> oh assume God. that you know what you're talking about right. and they'll pay you for your time. Or if you if you were fat and you lost skinny you got skinny however way you did or you got weight loss surgery people automatically assume not knowing your history that you know what you're talking about right but there's people who actually went to school and actually paid for online courses or whatever that actually know what they're talking about mm-hmm. so leave that profession to those people mm-hmm. and if you want to learn learn so how do you how do you sift through to find the good one? How do you separate the good from the bad then? Well, it's like if you have you ever you ever see the commercial where it's like, show me the Carfax. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let me see all the things that's wrong with this car. Right. So when I tell people when they're looking for a trainer, and myself included, if you're looking for a trainer, show me the results. Mm-hmm. Show me the results of your client, not your before and after, not yours. No, no, no. Show me other people that you have trained from various walks of life, whether they have thyroid issues or um, they were super big or, mm-hmm. or whatever their case may be, show me different results so I know mm-hmm. that you have a great track record of results. Right. And that and that's and that's why you see on my collages and my videos the process along with the before and after pictures because it's a process that people go through. And it, mm-hmm. you know, and I just I just, you know, that's really what it is. So when when it comes to sifting through you just got to see what you like in a person, mm-hmm. what you don't like. Because right. certain trainers are not for everyone. Right. Some people don't like certain trainers. Yell at, don't yell at me. Right. I'm grown like you grown. Don't yell at me. Right. Some people like the compassionate talk to. You got this. You So you got to look at certain trainers' pages and see their personality. That's why on my pages, if you look on my Instagram and stuff, I'm all about personality and compassion and fun and, and work. Absolutely. Because I, I want you to feel like, yes, it's a workout, 
but you're also enjoying the benefits of, oh, this is fun. Yeah. I'm glad I came here. Yeah. I, when, when I'm going to see you again? Tomorrow? You know, so, you know. And that that was evident in the way that you trained tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was in there. You were yeah, you were kicking their butts, but everyone's having fun. Mm-hmm. They were all in there laughing. They were all in there having a good time. And as everyone left, they felt better about themselves for having come. Like they it, got through it. Right. They right. figured it out and made it through. It was one hour. It was one hour. It wasn't it was one hour. All it takes is thirty minutes to one hour a day. Of kicking your own butt. You don't need, to be completely honest, you don't need a trainer. Mm-hmm. You want a trainer. You right. want someone to be in your face. You know, so, because I, like I said, the internet is a hell of a tool. Mm-hmm. You, there's, there's YouTube of how can I build my butt? Mm-hmm. How can I get my stomach down? What can I eat to do lean my visceral area? So mm-hmm. you don't need a trainer. You you feel like you need that accountability of a right. trainer. You don't need you don't need anyone. Mm-hmm. You need yourself. You need God, and you need to get up and get it done. Right. That's really it. So, what would be your advice for someone who is nervous about starting their fitness journey, but they really want to to do it? You know, I think what I'd like to say is this isn't the first thing you was nervous about. Right. You was nervous about a new job. You was nervous about your first child. You was nervous about your first paycheck. You was nervous about a lot of things, mm-hmm. but you still got it. You still right. got your first job. You still got your first paycheck. Still had your first child. So get up and work out. It's, it's no. It's okay to be nervous, mm-hmm. but turn that nervous energy. Don't make it negative. Don't don't make it the type of nervous energy that has you sitting there and prolonging for a year or two. Make it the type of nervous energy that oh right, I'm gonna go. Let me invite a friend, but I'm I'm gonna go. We gonna we gonna get this done. And before you know it, you'll realize it wasn't even that bad. Right. You just got to get up and get there. Because at the end of the day, some people think that, oh, I'm too out of shape. I'm too big. I'm too... There's people who are skinnier than the big people who are even in, in, in worse shape than they are. Right. So just go with the mindset that you have to start somewhere mm-hmm. in order to get somewhere else. Okay. And so the last question that I want to ask you um, as we wrap up is the signature question of my podcast. Okay. And that question is... Uh, what is the best advice that you never took? Oh, man. So <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, my mentor, my brother, my close friend, um, Quincy Harris from Fox 29. Um, I've been with him for about seven, eight years now. And he used to say, oh, don't take it personal. Don't take don't take nothing personal. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personal. And I'm like, all right, I hear you. I hear you. Every time he didn't like something, all right, I hear you. No, I, took, I take everything personal. <laughs> I take everything personal. If people don't like me, I want to know why you don't like me. Mm-hmm. If a girl that I was with don't want to be with me no more, I want to know why you don't want to be with me no, be with me no more so I can fix it. Right. I need to know why our relationship, by whether it be friendship or other, why it didn't work. I take everything personal because it for me, it personally evaluates who I am as a person. Right. So I take it personal. And that's what I think that's where I falter at times because mm-hmm. you shouldn't care about what everyone thinks of you, but I do. And I right. still to this, I still to this day, I'm better at handling it 
But I still, to this day... Feel some type of way about it. Still, like, when people look at me and I'm like, why? what I do to you? Right. Or when people comment on stuff I say on Instagram, well, why? Mm-hmm. You know, I care. Because I want to know why did it bother you. Right. You know, I'm not saying I'll change it, but I'm just saying I want to know why. Right. So, you know, I take everything personal. And, you know, And I don't fine. care. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Shoot, I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if there are people that are that are in the, you know, Philadelphia region that, you know, want to reach out to you or want to start training with you, um, how can they get in contact with you? Uh, okay. Um, Instagram, Trader Trainer, T-R-E-T-H-E, Trainer. Email, TraderTrainer at Yahoo.com. Again, that's T-R-E-T-H-E, Trainer at Yahoo.com. And I'm going to do something I've never done before. And please, <laughs> don't be weirdos, guys. Don't be creepy type. Here's my phone number, 215-767-7989, okay? That's 215-767-7989. Please text me, okay? Text me. Don't call me. Just text me so I can know who you are and where, you know, say I heard you on such and such or whatever. And we'll go from there because at the end of the day, I really, I genuinely care about people and I genuinely want to help you guys. Because it doesn't, helping you, helping people don't really help just them. It helps me as well. Right. Because it gets, it allows me to learn different personality traits and different mm-hmm. personality types and what people like and don't like and what people see in me or don't see in me. And mm-hmm. that, you know, because you meet the, the great thing about personal trainers is that you meet so many different people. Right. I may meet a lawyer. I may meet a architect. I may meet a photographer. And next thing you know, we're build building together. I love that. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's pretty much it. So that's it, guys. You have my information. Please <laughs> reach out to me. I, and you're accepting new clients now. Yes. Awesome. I, I literally I start training my clients four thirty in the morning, and I have one more training session right now, until eleven. And that's, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, Trey, thank you so much for joining me on Reluctantly Adult. Thank you so much for having me. I, I moonlight sing on my off time. Oh my god. No, I'm joking. <laughs> thank you guys. I appreciate you. Any questions? Just please reach out to me. I'm here. Thanks again, Trey. Thank you. And that's it. Um, that conversation was really fun. Uh, I I really did almost die um, in doing that circuit at the beginning. Um, Trey pulled me out literally from recording my background to uh, do a round through the circuit. And I cannot tell you, my lungs were so just on fire. Like I thought they were going to, to jump out of my chest. It was crazy. Um, thank you so much to Trey Roper. If you want to get in contact with him, uh, like he said, you can email him at Trey, T-R-E, the trainer at yahoo.com. You can follow him on Instagram at Trey, the trainer, or you can text him at 215-767-7989 and let him know that you heard him on Reluctantly Adult. Also, there are some really fun videos from Trey's Instagram on the website of him and his clients just working out in their gym um they're really cute and if you're interested check them out um i think my biggest takeaway for this particular episode would be you know just just start doing something um just get out there uh and have fun with it you don't have to go zero to a hundred even though you may feel like you need to just do enough to break a sweat and feel proud of yourself for having done something and keep that motivation going so tell me what you thought you can leave a comment for this episode on the website at www.ireluctantlyadult.com or you can follow me on Instagram at ireluctantlyadult 
or on Twitter at ReluctantlyADLT, or email me at IReluctantlyAdult at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to and rate the podcast on iTunes. What, what? Uh, I hope you guys really learned a lot from this particular series, and I'm really, really excited to bring you February's topic, which is drumroll, sex, yeah, yo. Um, We're going to learn how to do the nasty better, I guess. I don't know. Uh, But I have some really exciting interviews coming up, um, and I hope you guys will come back next week to delve into our new topic. See you then. Thanks.